Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, coast to coast and border to border. And I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with me as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily over our flagship station, Red State, Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in the nation. And I want to thank all of our terrestrial stations who do replay our show uh, throughout uh, the nation uh, on their terrestrial uh, lines and, uh, of course, their platforms as well. It is just absolutely fantastic. Also, I want to thank Loving Liberty, Loving Liberty, for inviting us into their family. And, uh, hey, it is going to be a jam-packed show today, folks. So you just stick around in the next hour, in the second hour. We need to uh, bring about and bring to your attention some things that, uh, hey, have been really bothering me. And one of them is this um, American citizenship on our. Are you an American citizen? We need to answer that question. And then Starbucks is apologizing to police officers because some customers, some idiot in there uh, is uncomfortable that the police are in there. Can you imagine that? And these Iranians, we got to send a message to them for long. I have a feeling. But we're going to get to some things uh, uh, here as far as that is concerned. And all of you folks traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, there at the Red State Talk billboard. And every hour, the C. C.L. Bryant show does pop up there right there in Times Square in New York City. And old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you. But right now, closer to home. And all of you know that I am a proud native of the greatest state in the United States. Louisiana. And uh, there are some things here that we uh, certainly need to deal with because I think that in many ways we give a good reflection of what might be going on in other parts of the country. There is someone who is, of course, running for office here in Louisiana. In our first uh, district uh, here in Louisiana, my my area of Louisiana, the north uh, western part of Louisiana, his name is Danny McCormick. He has his eye on the future of our state. And folks, if you have representatives running in your uh, communities who don't have an eye on your state's future, then quite frankly, you need to reevaluate their candidacy. Today, we're going to take a good close look at Danny McCormick and. And his candidacy for state representative here in the great state of Louisiana. Help me welcome to the show for the first time. I certainly hope it won't be the last. Danny McCormick, how are you, friend? Welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. I'm, 
I'm doing great, Sal. How are you doing today? Sure I appreciate you having me on. Well, really glad that you came on, Danny. And, of course, I need to know, all of us need to know throughout the state, many listeners throughout the state of Louisiana and, uh, of course, across the country uh, who have relatives and friends here in Louisiana. Why are you running for office? Why are you engaging in politics? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What What made you take this on? Well, it, it's kind of a long story, but in, in a short fashion, in 2014, after Price Oilfield helped here in the state of Louisiana, uh, the state of Louisiana thought they'd help us out by raising our taxes and, and uh, on us, and we finally got tired of it, and, and we started some grassroots organizations to push back against it. And that was the kind of the, the first move that uh, brought us here to where we're at today. Danny, I really like the way you put that. Uh, the state of Louisiana thought they would help us out. Talking about the citizens, folks, of Louisiana by raising our taxes. And, hey, do you ever get the feeling that somehow these politicians think that they are doing us, the citizens, a favor by jacking up our, our tax taxes? Uh, Danny, the future of Louisiana, we see uh, a drip, drip of our brain trust in our young people who are leaving this state uh, many times in droves. What can we do to stem that? Is Louisiana a business-friendly state. How can we change that? Talk to us about it. And it's it's not a business-friendly state by, by any means. And and a, a father and a grandfather like myself, and like so many more in my community, you know, I have two children and I have five, uh, five grandchildren. And we've been a family unit. We've run our small business, but if we don't make some changes to the government in Louisiana, my grandchildren won't be able to raise their children here. And that concerns me. We have a lot of fathers and, and mothers that are leaving the area, having to be away from their families to work. And without changing the tax and legal environment in this state, uh, it, it's going to continue to happen. And with the natural resources that we have, it should be a crime for the for the politicians to be running our state in the ground like they are. When you talk about the legal environment here in the state of Louisiana, Danny, make it plain uh, and clear for our audience uh, what you are meaning, because I hear this all the time from others as I travel across the country on a, on a month-to-month basis. They always mention that there is some type of legal environment in their state that is a hindrance to the citizens. Talk to us about what you are referring to well the, uh, the first thing that everybody can relate to is our car insurance whether you're a person uh, just an individual or a business i mean it's four to five times higher than the neighboring states it's getting almost impossible for people to uh to have businesses that have a transportation business to be in louisiana because they can't afford the insurance and that's all out of our legal environment we need we need our, our legal environment needs to be reformed. It, it needs to be more reasonable where, where settlements uh, match the uh, loss instead of just the, it, right now the, the legal system is just a, a profit system for the lawyers to, uh, to profit from. And we need to change that back to where we have fair settlements. We don't want to do away with the legal system by any means. But everything is, is, is based on uh, windfall settlements from uh, different court cases, from from several different factors, but the, the auto insurance is probably number one in this state. 
When we look at uh, the outflow of our talent, our natural talent, and our children and grandchildren like you, a father and grandfather, myself, Danny, my son lives in Baton Rouge, but my daughter's decided to take it to Texas and to Florida. Tell us from your standpoint, in your opinion, what is it that Texas is doing that Louisiana could do? I mean, they're right across the street from us, but evidently our children are going across the street to to do business and live. Uh, What can we do to keep them here? What's Texas doing that we're not doing? What do they have that we don't have? Well, they're they're not rewarding uh, in Louisiana. We we don't reward at work anymore. For instance, we'll just take the severance tax in in Louisiana on, on oil. You pay in Louisiana. You pay twelve and a half percent of your gross on every barrel of oil in, in taxes, and in, and I mean, in, yeah, in taxes. And in Louisiana and in Texas, you only pay like four point five percent. I mean, we're talking about uh, right off the top before the oil company even gets their money. You get three times higher tax rate in Louisiana than Texas, and that's regardless if you make a profit. This is on on your gross sales. This is not on your profit. This is on your gross sales. So. That that's one one thing, and uh, and, and personal in, income tax in Louisiana needs to go down, not go up. I mean, uh, Texas has no personal income tax, and and that's a great hindrance. Even our people that go out in Texas and work, even and they and they live in Louisiana, they have to pay that high income tax rate. So, if you move over into Texas, now you don't have to pay any personal income tax. So that's that's huge on working class people. And you know what, folks, Uh, this is the type of common sense that we are looking for as far as electing someone who understands the problem to office. And many times what we do is elect people who don't understand the problem or the solutions to the problem. When I ask the question, what can we do that Texas is doing or what is Texas doing that we're not doing? He answered that question very directly, and it's a common sense answer that he gave to us. Danny, if someone is in of the of the mindset to help you with your candidacy, how do they go about doing that? Uh, you can go to votemccormick.com. That's a that's a website and you can get all our contact information there and we would appreciate any input from the community whatsoever. We're uh, we're grassroots. We appreciate the volunteers. We're uh, you know, we've been organizing from that level, you know, through our different organ- grassroots organizations, Cattle Parish Alliance, Cattle Lakes Last Stand. And you can, on that, on that web page, you can find all our contact information. And we would appreciate any help or in- input from anybody. We're, we're definitely of the people, by the people. This is a We the People campaign. So any, anything from the community would be much appreciated. In that area where you will be representing, uh, if the Lord uh, allows you to to take the office, I uh, travel through that corridor a lot, headed up to Arkansas and on up to uh, Oklahoma. I see such an opportunity for development. Is wh- Why has there not been vision enough? Uh, or I know that may be a crystal ball question, but I think anyone with vision can actually see on that corridor, that I-49 corridor, going up there. You folks in Louisiana understand what I'm talking about. Uh, It is just land that is just vacant. There's nothing. There's no hotels. There are very few gas stations. Danny, do you have a vision for that? Talk to us. I do. I think the problem we have right now is we have politicians. We, you know, in the rural areas like like, uh, District 1 is, it's 
it's a lot of poverty, and uh, the politicians take advantage of that. They kind of have the the bread and circus uh, mentality of Rome. You know, they they come up here and they throw a throw a few dollars around, and, and then they leave, and everybody, you know, that nothing ever changes. And and my interest is to bring uh, in into this area, bring hopefully some kind of wood processing industry, whether it be pine log sawmills. Um, any some kind of uh, chip mill, some kind of uh, chip and saw mill, and, and try to bring those type industries, the natural resource industry, to our area. We have a great resource. We have plenty of pine trees. We we need a market for them. It, it fits our rural lifestyle. The people are very familiar with that industry. It's a renewable resource. Uh, Northwest Louisiana has been mostly oil and gas my whole life, but. And, and the depletion is taking place, and we need another industry to uh, replace that with. And my goal is try to get uh, some wood processing industries into the area. And you know what? That, folks, is common sense. Again, use what you have at hand. The natural resources in Louisiana has always been piney woods, oil and gas. Use what you have at hand. And in that area, Danny, you, of course, you have Arkansas, Texas, and Louisiana. That's why they call it the Arklatex, folks, uh, all converging there together. And I do believe you draw uh, a lot of interest from those uh, states. Uh, bordering us into that area. Danny McCormick, I certainly uh, want to have you on again, perhaps in the coming weeks as we uh, get closer to the election and uh, see how the progression of your candidacy is coming. Tell the folks one more time how they can help you if they are inclined to become a part of the solution. It'd be www.votemccormick.com. www dot com. Danny McCormick, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you. And thank you so much for being on with me. We'll talk to you real soon. And be sure to tell Jenny I said, hey. Thank you, C.L. Appreciate your time, and God bless you, man. You betcha. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. That was Danny McCormick, who is running for District 1 state representative here in the great state of Louisiana. And, uh, hey, folks, wherever you are throughout the Fruited Plains, and I know that I'm talking to many thousands of you throughout the country right now, you may have the same types of situations in your community where there is uh, no vision. There's no vision. And you know, I'm always spouting off to you what scripture says about that. People begin to perish when there are people who are elected to office with no vision. They have a, a an idea about what they want to do, uh, but they have no vision about how to bring that about. And in these days to come, especially as we head toward 2020, I have to tell you that one of the reasons this country has turned around is because you had a president. You had a presidential candidate who had a vision for America, and it was make America great again, as simple as that. Whatever your state is, you may be in Nevada, wherever you are, you might be in Maine or Washington State listening to the show right now. And I have to tell you that making your state great again, making Louisiana great again 
can, in fact, be a reality. And wherever you are, it can be a reality. If, in fact, you elect people to office that you hold accountable, that have vision for your state. Just had on Danny McCormick, and it appears to me that he has a vision for uh, Louisiana and the future of Louisiana. Let us not be robbed, wherever you are in, in this nation, of our brain trust so that our children uh, are fleeing there because there are no opportunities. We have to create opportunities for our children, our grandchildren, as the Constitution tells us, our posterity, right? Right. And so coming up in the show, I'm going to have on with me Robert Mills here coming up, a candidate for Senate, Louisiana State Senate, here in just a few moments. And I got to tell you something, folks. When we think about why we do what we do here in this country as far as going to the voting booths, we must understand that your vote, don't let anybody tell you. That your vote doesn't count. Your vote counts. And, 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 and ask Hillary Clinton, ask Hillary if you don't believe me, that your vote counts. It certainly does. And the main thing that is necessary now for all of us to do is mobilize. Go to FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org, and become a part of the largest grassroots organization in the nation. And our job is to educate and build, mobilize the largest grassroots uh, organization in the nation. We boast about six million around the nation, and we push the idea that Americans simply need to exercise their voices at the voting booth. You can do that. You see the nuttiness, the craziness that's going on in this country right now as far as progressive liberals are concerned, and they will, in fact, undo. They will ruin the progress that we have made in just two and a half short years if, in fact, you let them. You don't have to let them. They can, in fact, be held at bay. But your vote is important in order to achieve that uh, in this country. Uh, Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, the news hour, after the news hour, I have to talk to you all about something that, again, is common sense. We talked a lot about common sense with Danny McCormick when he was on because that's what he was saying. He was talking common sense. Use what you have in the state and don't uh, mislead the people about how we're using it. It, it, It's just plain and simple. And, and, and Hey folks, hold them accountable. There are many candidates who run one way and they legislate in a different way. And you know what it's all about. They become uh, very much enamored with the power structures that be, and whether it's your state or in the, the national houses, uh, both the Congress, uh, the, the, the House of Representatives, or the Senate, if they go nationally. They campaign one way, and then they go up and they become seduced, and they actually behave legislatively in a different way. I was uh, proud to say a few words for a candidate a few weeks ago. His name is Robert Mills. He is uh, running for Louisiana State Senate. And I do believe that he's a man of his word. All of you may know that Louisiana is, uh, I think, the second largest producer of oil and gas in our nation. It's our lifeblood, has been our lifeblood. And uh, I'll be back in just a minute. 
State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA, broadcasting live throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. I'm talking about America. Yeah, the United States of America, my homeland. And I want to welcome now to the show for the first time, as I was mentioning to you, someone who I had the opportunity to say a few words for the uh, other a couple of weeks ago, and he struck me as someone who is absolutely genuine, a man of integrity, and he understands Louisiana because he understands the lifeblood of Louisiana. He is Robert Mills, candidate for state senate right here in our great state. Help me welcome for the first time, and certainly, I certainly hope it won't be the last, Robert Mills, thank you for being on with me. How are you, friend? Reverend Brian, it's another day in paradise. I'm great. Really glad to have you on. And man, I am so happy to hear you say that. He is, as you can tell, a native son of our great land, uh, the land of the free and the home of the brave. Well, let's get right down to it, Robert. You're running for state senate, and uh, the folks out there across the Fruited Plains want to know why. Why are you running for this office? Tell the folks. Well, it's really an interesting situation. I never never really saw it in my future, although after 45 years being actively involved in the oil and gas business and, and doing government relations for Calumet Specialty Products that I had a, a wonderful 25-year career with, uh, I spent a lot of time in Baton Rouge and, and uh, did government relations for the company and got to know a lot of people down there, testified um, you know, in committees and uh, participated in on, on many, many boards and 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 uh, you know got to know the people and also I really developed an affinity for uh, the the quest for good government, but but never really thought that it was you know my turn. And so, kind of minding my own business, I got I got kind of old <laughs> as the years went by, and I started looking at retirement. And uh, I've made a pretty good living you know, answering the call when good people asked me to do something. And just literally more than a year ago now, a, a group of truly dedicated, um, you know, great Christian men and women asked me to consider running this race for Senate District 36. They indicated they they, they really had a problem with the representation that they had and that um, it was going to be
be a tough race. Beating an incumbent in Louisiana is very, very difficult. But they thought that that I had the uh, you know that I had the the, the chance to to get in there and win this race. And so uh, I looked at it close. I ran a poll to be sure I wasn't making a mistake. I asked my wife uh, politely. She she gave me uh, limited permission, and I spent some time <laughs> with my pastor Pat Day, and. Uh, you know, I, I, I was on schedule to be um, president of, of a great group here, Shreveport Bossier Committee 100, uh, committed men and women that uh, that are industry leaders that uh, really try to help Northwest Louisiana. And I was going to be president this year, and uh, I couldn't be that and a, a candidate for this position. So I asked my pastor, and he said, just do what you think would help the most people, which was excellent advice. And if I if I'm successful and win this race, uh, I really feel like uh, Reverend that I can that I can have a very positive effect on Louisiana, Northwest Louisiana, and Senate District 36. And so it really it, it turned into a decision that I just couldn't say no to. And this group of men and women that were talking to me, I, I just said I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it, pray about it, and 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 here we are. We're 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 in the throes of it. The long hot summer. Uh, we're we're within just a few days now of qualifying. And so the race is really about to get good. Yeah. But I'm committed to, uh, to, with Louisiana. I've got I've got two daughters myself. My wife has two kids. Uh, you know, I've got six grandchildren right now. We can't leave it like this. Uh, born and raised, I'm the third generation of my family to be in the oil and gas business, and uh, and I don't I don't want to be the last one. Uh, we're not going to turn the lights out on my watch. I like and that. So, uh, and so oh here man, I am. Yeah, I really, I, really. I'm you, we. I really, really for like years, that. We've been saying we needed, yeah. For years, we've said we needed men and women uh, from the business world to go to Baton Rouge and, and and start making better decisions. And we've we've really successfully recruited some great women, some great men, and we're going to make a difference. I like that. So you know that's, what? That's uh, what I'm doing. I really like uh, your decision-making process there. He first uh, asked uh, his wife. Let me tell you something, folks. Uh, that is very important. I've been married to my wife you know, for 45, 45 years. And uh, let me tell you something. Uh, that is all important. We're going to take on a, a huge endeavor like trying to make a difference in a state. And then I have great admiration for Dr. Pat Day there at First Methodist. I've known him for years. A fantastic very wise counsel and uh, uh, followed in the footsteps of a, um, a mentor of mine, Dr. Uh, 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 D.L. Dr. Dykes, and, and, and wanted to, to tell you something that uh, uh, that is a very, very uh, smart and wise decision to pray about it and consult your wife and your pastor on it. Now, let's look at this, Robert. Uh, we have young people. Uh, who are graduating high school and college here in the state of Louisiana. But unfortunately, uh, they're leaving here. They're, they're going to Texas. Now, I just had on uh, uh, Danny McCormick on the show with me right before you came on. And Danny, I asked him this question. I'd like for you to address it as well. What is it that we are not doing that Texas is doing, or what does Texas have that we don't have? How can we correct this and keep our brain trust for the future right here in the state of Louisiana? And you other folks around the nation who are listening to this, I want you to pay attention because it's quite possible your brain trust is leaving too. Uh, Robert Mills, talk to us about it. 
Well, it's, it, it, I think that you'd get a consensus. Everybody recognizes that if we had good jobs in, in Louisiana, you would keep most of these young people here. They, uh, Louisiana's got such a great culture, got such a great vibe to it, that, you know, other states don't have the same thing. They've got their own personas, and I'm not knocking that. I mean, Texas has the, uh, the, the great Wild West image, and uh, it's got the, the Austin vibe going. I mean, they got plenty of great things happen over there, but but we've got good things happening here. This is the sportsman's paradise. Everybody grew up enjoying all the great rivers and streams and bios that we've got in Louisiana. Everybody grew up rooting for, for the football teams, and can, can you imagine? in Tiger Stadium or, or, or Louisiana Tech Stadium in, in South. So all these schools around having great football seasons. People aren't leaving because there's just the, – the, 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 if it was easier for them to stay, they would. It's Danny, so- up here that has, has driven jobs away. And they are. They, and so that's, that's true. Yeah. That is absolutely true. Uh, what he's just said, that is absolutely true, folks. It may be true of your state as well. Uh, I see that the movie industry, it, it, it picked up and left. Are we business friendly? Talk to us about it. Well, we're, we're not business friendly enough, and uh, when we when we look at something kind of unique and niche like the movie industry, they are very very susceptible to being uh, bought away by other states, and so it's very competitive, very difficult. Maybe not the best model to look at because those jobs, as as interesting and intriguing as they are, and it's fun to see your you know your state in the movies, though you know those didn't turn out to be the career jobs that we wanted them to be. And other states could come in and just basically buy the business away from us. Let's talk about manufacturing. Let's talk about uh, you know construction industries. Let's talk about growth that can that can really last. And those are the jobs that uh, this state has in the last few years not done a good job of appreciating and, and trying to foster and grow. The, uh, the this current governor John Bell Edwards actually uh, took took away uh, by, by an executive order one of the most uh, storied and historic, uh, attractive things that we had to offer major industries, major manufacturers when they come to Louisiana. A uh, single swipe of a pen. He just uh, he took away the, uh, uh, the some of the best incentives that we had. But we're going to get that fixed. Uh, there's a very very good chance we're going to we're going to change governors this year. There's a there, there's a no question a good chance we're going to improve our legislature, our our state senate particularly. So we're going to put some some incentives in place. We're going to talk to business honestly. You're not going to have to come in here and beg for anything. We're going to we're going to embrace industry and create jobs that last generations. Not not just for you know the term of a, of a movie shot or so. We're going to have generational changes in Louisiana, and other states are going to have to be doing the same thing too. And, and I'm telling you, you know, we're on the bottom of all the good list, but, but we're we're going to change that, and uh, you know, we're going to start moving right back up. And so, uh, there, uh, other states are going to have to deal with Louisiana here in the near future. Have we made the best uh, out of use of our waterways in uh, Louisiana? Uh, I mean, like where we live, in in the area where we live, uh, folks, the Red River runs right through it. A lot of y'all might be familiar with Red River from John Wayne movies, but the Red River runs right through uh, our hometown uh, of Shreveport, Bossier City, Louisiana. 
Louisiana. And uh, oil and gas, of course, is a is the lifeblood of uh, this state. We're on with Robert Mills, who understands that industry as well. And Robert, has this governor, John Bell Edwards, uh, been a friend to oil and gas industry? Or, 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 or has he stymied uh, the growth or, or, or perhaps the potential that we have with our natural resource, oil and gas? Talk to us about it. Reverend Brian, I'm a little bit embarrassed to, to, to talk about our, our, our issues with this governor in attacking one of the strongest and formidable industries in the state. But, but uh, it's, it's embarrassing, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you the truth. This governor, uh, John Bell Edwards, has attacked and tried to destroy one of the core industries in Louisiana, one of the historical industries in Louisiana, the oil and gas business. He's attacked them. We've got to remember that John Bell Edwards is a trial lawyer, born, bred trial lawyer, and so he loves to sue people, and he has told the coastal parishes, parishes in, in Louisiana, we have parishes instead of counties, he's told the coastal parishes, if you don't sue the oil companies, I'm going to sue them for you. For, for properly permitted and legally done operations decades and decades and decades ago, and uh, through technology and time, we've learned that maybe you, you wouldn't have done that the same way, but those were legal operations. This governor's gone back and said, we're going to sue all those oil companies, and if you don't do it, I'm going to do it for you. And so you can imagine the, the chilling effect. That's virtually shut down oil and gas exploration in the coastal parishes and all through the state of Louisiana, including northwest Louisiana. We've had trial lawyers uh, come up here and do these do these massive class action suits called legacy lawsuits, uh, suing for damages that they that they say it were incurred in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. And uh, and you end up n- nobody nobody really gets anything done other than the the trial lawyers get massive payouts, and it's uh, it's just embarrassing what's what's happened with this uh, with this state government in the last uh, you know three and a half years. But I'm telling you, there, there's a there's a change about to happen, and so uh, that's the fact. Uh, but we're going to do better next time around. October 12th, we have a chance to vote uh, for for one of two two great Republican candidates running for the for the governor's job. So we're going to we're going to fix this, and we're going to survive this, and uh, we're going to do better. And you know what, folks? Um, this may be the case where you're living too. Louisiana, as most of you know, is solidly red nationally. And uh, Robert Mills, uh, candidate for uh, United uh, State Senate here in Louisiana is my special guest here today. And this is a question that I'm asked repeatedly by conservatives and certainly Christians in the state of Louisiana. How is it possible from your standpoint, from your uh, opinion, your opinion, Robert Mills, how is it possible that a state that is as red uh, Republican as Louisiana, how is it possible that our local governments tend to be uh, progressive or Democrat? Uh, what, what What is an answer to that? Because it, it, it's a head scratcher for too many of us who go to the polls and actually vote. How has that phenomenon actually occurred, in your opinion? 
Well, it's a hangover from the old days. you got to remember, uh, I'm 66 years old, so in 1971, when I turned 18, uh, I went to register to vote, and I registered as a Republican, and people looked at, people looked at me like I had two heads. <laughs> well, they said, there's, there's, there's no Republicans here. You won't be able to vote in anything. Why in the world would you be a Republican? And I said, because that's the way I think. And so uh, that wasn't that long ago that, that there just weren't any Republicans. Republicans here. So history's on the side uh, in a lot of these holdover small towns in rural Louisiana. We have a lot of Democrats that are very conservative. They vote Republican many times, and, and they've just always been a Democrat, and God loves them anyway. Uh, let them be a Democrat as long as they vote for the right man or woman. And so that that's really just a holdover from our history where this was a strong Democratic state for so many, 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 many decades. And so uh, being a strong Republican state, that's a very proud part of Louisiana's today history, but that, that's relatively new. And so uh, we've always voted conservative and thought conservative, but uh, uh, being a registered Republican is a little bit new for uh, for this state, but we're, we're getting real good at it. Tell <laughs> the, the folks. Uh, as, as our record vote for Donald Trump shows, we're good at it. Tell the folks, Robert, uh, if they're inclined to do so, how they can help a candidate like you if they are so inclined. It, it's just so important for everybody to be involved in, in local politics uh, and in their state politics. I mean, national is interesting, national is great, but you can truly make a difference in these local races. So, I mean, for the people in northwest Louisiana, uh, or anybody else that's interested in what's going on in Northwest Louisiana, look at robertmillsforsenate.com. Look at Robert Mills for Senate uh, Facebook page. Uh, I'm just one of many uh, all through the state that, uh, that 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 are running to try to make things better, make things uh, you know improved all the way around the board. We've got a great uh, group of uh, women that are running for office: uh, Heather Cloud in in a, in a little town, Turkey Creek; uh, Beth Mizell, uh, Sharon Hewitt. We We've got we've got some strong female leadership uh, destined uh, for Louisiana. We've just got some great people up and down the ladder interested in running for office. It's not it's not hard to look and just get involved. But but knowledge is the knowledge is truly the answer to so many of these issues. That uh, just get, get informed and get involved, and uh, it's not that hard to do. And it's 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 hopefully rewarding for you, and, and it surely could be for your for your children as well. I want you to stay with me. Uh, through the break, because there is something that is facing us as Americans that I want you to speak to. And one of the things that I was impressed with with Robert Mills is that he is unashamedly, unabashed, uh, a Christian. And as you know, our faith uh, in this country at this point in time is uh, glaringly under attack. Conservatism is under attack. If you're a Republican, you're under attack in this country country. And I want to uh, talk to a candidate for uh, state Senate here in Louisiana, Robert Mills, when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant show coast to coast and border to border over red state 
Talk Radio Encore, and we're the largest talk platform in the nation. Uh, and hey, I want to thank uh, all of the other terrestrial stations who replay the show daily uh, throughout uh, the day on a daily basis. And if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, download free the C.L. Bryant Show uh, on your iPhone, Android device, your favorite device, and um, all of the shows are archived right there. If you're traveling through Times Square in New York City, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not. And the Red State Talk billboard is right there above Ripley's. And every hour, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there for about 15 seconds. And old C.L.'s face looking right back at you. Come on back with me after this break, very short break. And we're going to continue with Robert Mills as we broadcast throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And don't you forget this hashtag landslide 2020 Trump. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. Don't you go anywhere. I will return after this brief word. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. I certainly hope that you dropped by and got a copy of D-Rock's latest release, I Am an American. Fourth of July has just passed. And oh, what a great Independence Day it was in the USA. And for all of you critics of Donald John Trump, let me tell you, he did exactly what I think an American president ought to do is remind America of her greatness and why we are the envy of the entire world. And coming up after uh, the news break at the top of the hour, when I return, hey, we got to talk about this question that they're kicking around up there on Washington, uh, on, on Capitol Hill, as whether or not, in the Supreme Court at least, uh, whether or not uh, the question should be asked, are you a citizen of the United States? It's a no-brainer. We've been talking about common sense. We've been talking about those type things. It's just common sense to find out who is 
a citizen of the nation that we are a part of and who is not. It just makes sense. We also need to talk about these Iranians enriching uh, their uranium above the capacity we had that we had uh, told them uh, that we had agreed upon under the Obama administration. We all knew that that was just a sham to begin with. We'll talk about that after the top of the hour. And then Starbucks, folks. I mean, they are uh, telling police officers in this one incident to leave because one of the customers is uncomfortable because uh, our men and women in blue happen to be ser- being served there in a Starbucks. There are a lot of messages that we're going to have to send. And it's going to start right there at your kitchen table. And don't you forget to vote. Go to FreedomWorks.org. FreedomWorks.org, the largest grassroots organization in the nation. We boast about six million grassroots activists on the ground just like you. And hey, if you are going to have a voice, don't you think, don't you ever let anybody tell you that your vote does not count. It does. So you get prepared to vote in your state and local elections. You get prepared to vote in this 2020 presidential election. We're going to need you. No doubt about it. On with me is Robert Mills, candidate for District 36 there in Louisiana, the great state, my state, my home state, the greatest state in the nation, just in case you didn't know. Robert, I uh, am always amazed at how and how far we have come down the road in America, progress we've made. But it also appalls me at how uh, Christian values, uh, conservative values, and even if you say that you're a Republican these days, there's always somebody there wanting to take you down. Uh, Give us an idea of how we've gotten from your standpoint, from your point of view, uh, to this point. And is there a silent majority out there uh, that Pat Robertson once told us about that still exist. Robert Mills, talk to us about it. Well, you and I both think, I believe, and uh, and in my heart I know that, that, that truly more people love America than express that love out loud. And, you know, it's going to take an uprising from uh, from the conservative Christians that have been uh, somewhat complacent in letting um, people that don't have our same values come into this country and uh, end up with a little bit of a free ride. And it's uh, it's going to weigh us down to the point where the the boat just doesn't float. And so I'm concerned about it. Uh, Most people are concerned about it. it. It's difficult to say anything out loud without subjecting yourself to potential severe criticism so you've got to be ready just in case but uh, listen when there's people uh, from other parts of the world who are, who are born and raised with a with a, a indoctrination that uh, they're going to go out and spread uh, spread a message where they the you know ultimately if you don't convert them to your religion you've got to kill them uh, we, we we've got to be on guard against that and listen the the, the, the obvious plan to immigrate Integrate, uh, assimilate, propagate, and then dominate. Uh, America is is in place, and, and it's going on. And if you if you don't if you don't think so, you're just not paying attention to it, and that's got to scare you. So yeah, the the core Americans, 
uh, are going to stand up. They're going to have to to defend our freedom. And listen, with all the faults, America is still the greatest nation in the world. But restoring America's greatness to to the point where we where we really were so proud of it, it's going to it, we can do that. But it's going to take prayer, sacrifice, commitment, and and you got to pay the price. And and it's going to take some of us. You're willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. Stand up and just and, and just speak the truth. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to steal some some words from from my pastor Pat Day, who says that he could think of nothing greater than to give our life to ensure in the future this great country for our children, as well as for those who will come behind us. You know, join us. Will you join us in working for renewal and restoration of our great country? And here's here's the last comment I'll make, uh, unless you ask me for more. Uh, and, and this is, again, Pat Day shares this with us. Remember the words of Everett Hale. I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. What I can do, I should do. And with the help of God, I will do it. I like it. I like it. And hey, uh, I, I got to tell you, tell you folks, uh, you see, it, that's that's the advice. That Dr. Pat Day, First Methodist there in Shreveport, Louisiana, head of Texas Street. Can't miss it. Uh, been there for ages. But I know Dr. Dykes would roll over in his grave if he uh, ever thought that uh, uh, First Methodist would be facing riverboats there on the Red River. Uh, but just the same, we have come a long way with the type of wisdom that has just been shared with you by Robert Mills from his pastor, uh, someone uh, by someone who I truly admire, Dr. Pat Day. And let me uh, say this to you as well. Another quote from one of our founding fathers, T.J. Thomas Jefferson. He said to you, Americans, the price of your liberty will be eternal vigilance and you must be vigilant especially in these days and times because don't you ever think that there are those particularly those who are pushing the progressive liberal socialist agenda in this country we don't want ever the day to come where america as we know it go uh Way Robert Mills, tell us one more time how, if we're so inclined to help you uh, with your campaign, talk to us. Well, this this is all new to me, so this is a you know I'm a I'm a true outsider, but uh, but I, I've got excellent campaign management, and I've got a website robertmillsforsenate.com. I've got a Facebook page Robert Mills for Senate, and uh, you can get information. Uh, uh, you know some of my t- TV commercials. We've been on TV for a month already over here on Cablevision. Um, you know you can look at my my ads, and you can look at some of the things that I'm putting out there. And uh, Robert Mills for Senate is the key to getting in touch with me. I'd be glad to visit with anybody, anytime uh, that loves Louisiana, loves America. Give me a call. Shoot me a note uh, on Facebook or or, or email. Uh, I'm not hard to find. But, Reverend, I I so much appreciate what you're doing, and thank you for fighting the good fight. Well, God bless you and God keep you. You continue to fight the good fight as well, Robert, and I know that you will because you are. And, again, thank you so much for being on with me. We'll talk to you on the trail. 
My pleasure. Thank you. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was my guest, Robert Mills, who is candidate. District 36 there in the great state of Louisiana uh, for Senate. And, uh, hey, folks, it is going to take you. It's going to take you uh, sitting there at your kitchen table. And don't you forget what I always tell you, that government begins at your kitchen table. I don't care if the candidate you're choosing goes all the way to the White House. It began at your kitchen table. And it is it is like daddy used to always tell me, hey, you vote your pocketbook. And, and folks, that is one of the most perplexing things to me is how people will vote against their own pocketbooks. And hey, all of you know, how I feel about the progressive liberal Democrat party. And there's no, there's no secret here. I just don't understand how you could possibly vote for a platform or the platforms that they have because all of them are subversive. Yes, they are to the American pocketbook. And you can rest assured that they are going to undo all of the progress that we have made in this country in just two and a half short years by simply implementing common sense American principles. And that is free market. Let, let the good times roll where people exercise their God-given abilities and talents and gifts. That is what it's all about. Let's not regulate that out of existence in the American DNA. And certainly let's not regulate that out of existence in our children where they are looking to government to be their best friend. That's not intelligent. It's not smart. It's ludicrous. Stop it. And when you listen to people like Joe Biden and, and uh, Kamala, Kamala uh, Harris and, 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 and people like that, and certainly uh, you have to know that I think Beto O'Rourke is totally nuts. The guy's nuts. And, 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 and when we look at that type of progression that is taken over, oh, it's taken over the Democrat Party. And, hey, I grew up in a Democrat home. My mom and dad were Roosevelt and, and Kennedy Democrats. I grew up in that type home. But it it was not the same. It has changed. And let me tell you, folks, in case you don't know, it has changed for the worse. Face the reality. Wake up. Smell the coffee that is being brewed now for American success and American prosperity in this country. It is morning time again in this country. Yes, it is. And you and your children, your posterity can, in fact, be blessed with the things that w was intended for our nation to be blessed with. If you will exercise the common sense that we are called upon by the tenets of our founding documents, both in our Declaration of Independence and in our Constitution, to understand that we are given an endowment by our creator and among those these endowments is life liberty and the pursuit of happiness but you have to pursue it there's no guarantees but we do have opportunities and our young people must be made to understand that again and so i've had on with me uh here in this first hour uh two candidates in my home state of louisiana uh, and, uh danny mccormick and robert mills and i want you to understand that wherever you're listening to this show 
You have candidates, common sense candidates, candidates who are statesmen, who will be statesmen, who you can hold accountable to their word, who are running for office. Find them. Find them and support them. That's what I'm saying to you. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with me. If you don't get both hours of the show, download free the CL Bryant Show app onto your iPhone or Android device. Hey, go to my website, VCL Bryant Show. My book is there, A Race for Freedom. Be sure to get it. Give it away to somebody. Young, Some young person needs to hear that. Some young person needs to read it. And hey, folks, again, you make the difference. Don't forget, we the American people are still in charge of this country begins with you i'll be back after the news break with more of the cl Bryan show we got to talk about these iranians we're gonna to have to talk about how uh, this this business this huge business starbucks price oh way overpriced coffee actually i like dunkin donuts a little bit better anyway uh but but just the same we have to talk about how they're dealing with our police officers and are you an american is that too much to ask on a census report I don't think so. We'll talk about it. Don't you go anywhere. I'm CL. Timely, credible, thoughtful discussion without the partisan outrage. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network.